0: All right, guys. Market news. Number one on a list of 10, South Korean parliament passes a historic bill making cryptocurrency trading legal. If I see one more news story on this, uh, I'm going to pick up this nice Dell monitor on my desk, open the window and throw it as far as I can. Uh, They didn't make it legal per se. Right. Everybody's drumming up this news as if, you know, South Korea somehow has. Uh, well, first, you know, Indian news came out, right, where where there was actually a ban and they lifted the ban. That's a pretty big news story, though, um, not to, to pat myself on the back, I'm pretty sure I predict that one even before the ban happened. I said ban. Uh, they would basically see that the ban didn't work and they would rel- release the ban and then start to regulate. That's what they're doing here. in here in South Korea, it's a different story. It was there was never actually I mean, there's a lots of exchanges in South Korea. Uh, can anyone say there isn't? Yes, there's been some that have been shut down for for various reasons, but mainly because they didn't follow even basic uh, business practices that should have been following. The only reason South Korea placed into this little law, and I'm going to bring up the exact, just so someone, you guys can quote me on this one. I think I have the news story open somewhere. I know I read, I don't know if I read this specific story, but, uh, and actually the story that's linked isn't all that great. Let me see if I have another one somewhere. Anyway, the point is, is that, What they did, they want to be able to apply regulation and they want eventually to be able to apply tax. So basically they wrote it into the law that trading is now basically akin to any other type of financial trading, which will require reporting, which will require regulation, which will require licensing and oversight, et cetera. So they didn't necessarily, this isn't some kind of groundbreaking news story. Uh, It's just South Korea going, well, they've been doing this here for a while. Maybe we should actually make sure they're doing things correctly. Number two on the list of 10, as crypto credit bubble concerns loom, BitGo announces launch of 150 million lending business. So yeah, I actually haven't seen this one, which is kind of interesting to me because obviously we use BitGo. I think, you know, the whole crypto lending, collateralized lending, you know, where basically you loan someone a Bitcoin and they give you 25 to 50, upwards of maybe 70% of the value of that Bitcoin in cash. They hold your Bitcoin in custody. And then if you don't pay them back, they keep your Bitcoin um, or whatever asset it is. Um Pretty, pretty risky business model in a, vol- in, in a volatile market um, can be difficult to manage. Uh, obviously, BitGo probably will manage better than most. Anyway, so Bitcoin getting into the game. OK, I think at the end of the day, people are seeing less volatility now and they assume that that's going to carry on. Right. I also see a lot of people talking about coronavirus and uh, how that's going to make, you know, Bitcoin shoot to the moon. I don't really get that correlation, but uh, anybody want to explain that one to me, go for it. I'll definitely uh, jump on the other side of that argument. But cool to see BitGo expanding its business. Um, anything that BitGo does definitely comes onto our radar because, well, um, if they offer something that we can offer to our end clients, then there may be a new product offering in the lur- lurking for uh, for CoinMetro. So we'll have to see how this pans out on Bitcoin's side and come back on this in the next couple of weeks. Number three on the list of 10, BitMEX gets re rep. Reprim- Reprimanded, reamed same thing i guess right metaphorically speaking from the uk's financial regulator that's dfca for promoting without authorization yeah bound to happen somebody i saw somebody posted somewhere why now well why not uh you know i mean you're you're promoting directly into into uh into a region of the world into a country without authorization to do so and it's a financial product a regulated financial product So I would say this is, they've probably gotten letters before, cease and desist, I'm sure. There was this famous kind of two or three month period where Binance, BitMEX, everybody kind of started, stopped accepting US individuals, if anybody remembers that. Um, And that's because they definitely received letters from the US government. This is a little bit more public from the UK. I would expect these things to continue. Uh, The business of offering highly regulated products, regardless of what the underlying product is to retail clients without regulation. Even, because if you notice, under, under regulation, most of those leverage levels are constrained, 25 to 1, 30 to 1, 33 to 1, uh, 10 to 1 in some cases, even lower in, for some products. Um, and there's a reason for that, because regulators believe that higher leverage leads to more losses. That's not necessarily the case, uh, but that's what they believe. And that means that regulation will eventually come after these guys. And this is just the start. Um, I guess 2019, 2020, the year of regulation, right? The years of regulation. Well, we're still continuing down that road. Number four on the list of 10, crypto exchange Digitex removes KYC to protect user data. This is one of the most ridiculous fucking things I've seen in my life. Um, Adam Todd just looks like a complete buffoon to me. He looks like one of those guys, though, that if you called him a buffoon, would get really pissed off, red right in the face, and then try to punch you in the mouth. Uh, that's pretty much what he looks like. He's like a, He looks like a goon. Um, but anyway, he's, he's, a, he's a buffoon. Um, a buffoon, goon. I'm just. I'd like to feel like Dr. Seuss today. Um, so, uh, what what I see here though is 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 ridiculous on many levels, right? I think he mentioned that the only reason that KYC is required globally is to make sure U.S. clients don't have access to certain services. Now, I was laughing so hard at that point, I thought I may have a heart attack. I didn't, fortunately. Almost had a stroke though, but no heart attack, so that's good. Um, but obviously not. Um, you know, policing, being, being the U.S. police for retail clients is not the reason that globally speaking, KYC is required in pretty much every country of the world. It's because you're doing financial services. You know, the reason, look, sometimes innocent people get caught up in, in, in different things, especially in finance, because of the, because of the bad, um, let's say, the bad, the bad things that some bad people do. That just that doesn't happen in finance. Um, it happens pretty much in every industry, but finance, a lot of experience from my side in finance. So I'll, I'll dig into that one a bit. Um, the reason why we have KYC is because look, how do you think most criminals get caught? Do you think most drug dealers, most uh, human traffickers, most child pornography creators get caught because their clients go and complain to the Better Business Bureau? Like, you know, I was going out yesterday on the street to buy a kilo of Coke and some child porn. And the guy ripped me off. No, that's not how they usually get caught. Because they're in unregulated industries and they're in illegal industries, they operate basically below, uh, you know, below surveillance. Let's say people, their clients don't come and complain. Uh, They don't go and you know file reports with a Better Business Bureau, right? The 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 reason or why most of these criminals are caught in the end is because they follow the money, and the reason why they follow the money is well to make sure these things don't happen or try to limit the amount of times these things happen. It's the reason why most of these criminals or all criminals that have to launder money will always try to find new vehicles for laundering money. In the beginning, Bitcoin, one of the only use cases for Bitcoin was money laundering. That's just a fact. That's not, look, I'm in this industry and I'm, the, I'm, I'm one trying to protect it, but that is a fact in the beginning, that was one of the only use cases for Bitcoin. Not anymore. In fact, the amount of money laundered through Bitcoin versus cash right now, it, the ratio doesn't even show up after like three or four decimal points. I mean, it's, it's it's minuscule. But there definitely is illegal money that flows through crypto. 100%. Now, my question to everybody is, what world do you want to live in? A world where you can you know move your 33 euros in Bitcoin without having to be detected and do KYC? And, and that makes you I, mean, I don't know, saves you three minutes of onboarding time um, or uh, and, and at the same time, everyone else that's laundering illicit money does that. And, you know, that means that there's that, that there's potentially more crime happening in the world and that people committing these crimes aren't being caught because we can't track their money. Or do you want to live in a world where you got to take three minutes out of your day? And that may mean that some kid somewhere isn't trafficked uh, from Eastern Europe into like Mogadishu for sex crimes. I don't know about you, but I'm picking the former rather than the latter. Uh, and that's why KYC is required. It's nothing to do with the U.S. government at all. And anybody that would say that obviously doesn't understand the business they're in, the industry they're in, uh, and should probably just, you know, shut the fuck up and go home. That's that's just me. Number five on a list of 10, uh, Indian crypto exchanges resume fiat services 24 hours after Supreme Court ruling. Cool. This is actually a ruling that was that was expected, but definitely much bigger and has much broader Uh, implications on the industry than the South Korea ruling. South Korea was already into crypto and crypto was all over the place. India, however, had a lot of of issues. Now you have almost 2 billion people that now have access to what will become a regulated marketplace. That's a big deal. Uh, Number six on a list of 10, Bitcoin derivatives muted as Fed cuts interest rates. Um, Yeah, interest rate cut, obviously, mainly due to coronavirus. This coronavirus thing is really fucking ridiculous, don't you think? I mean, I kind of feel like having an AMA just on coronavirus uh, and just talk to a couple crazy people that, you know, I don't know, think they're going to die. And then maybe some other guy that's like, I don't know, living inside a bubble and maybe some other dude that speaks some sense. I don't know. Just just have some just a really I think that'd be a cool AMA. I have nothing to do with crypto. But anyway, um, so saying that derivatives are muted, So so the, the market doesn't know where to go, basically. And I think that makes sense. You have a volatile market that becomes unvolatile or less volatile based on the fact that the rest of the world is actually more volatile than the volatile market. Makes sense to me. I don't know. Uh, Number seven on the list of 10, Marshall Islands sovereign digital currency will be based on Algorand. (laughs) Yay. Uh, You know, I can't say much about this. Look, we're going to Montenegro to do, uh, which has nothing to do with the Marshall Islands, but we're going to Montenegro to run, you know, the CSD kind of capital markets. Uh, Coin Metro, uh, Capital Market Ecosystem, Sandbox, right? People say, why Montenegro? Who cares about Montenegro? Okay, great, great, great. And I can make some arguments on why you should care about Montenegro. I can't really make many arguments why you should care about the Marshall Islands, though. But as a test case, you know, why not? Algorand has been trying to get test cases wherever they can. Um, the fir- one of the first sovereign digital currencies in the world. Should be pretty easy to do in the Marshall Islands. Why not? Let's see where this leads. Number eight in the list of ten, Bitpanda Pro is now focusing on European crypto to fiat markets and regulatory compliance. Well, it makes sense. Uh, it makes sense, especially because now uh, the Fifth Money Anti Money Laundering Directive is now basically being pushed onto every uh, financial platform in the world. Uh, and if they weren't focused on regulatory compliance before, based in Europe, well, now is a pretty good time to get focused on it. Um, and yeah, crypto to fiat definitely still an underserved market. Definitely still underserved. Uh, number nine, Alyssa 10, Google cancels IO Development Conference 2020 due to coronavirus concerns. Now, this, look, I, coronavirus, to be honest, look, we're going to see millions of cases before this is over with, right? When you look at SARS and MERS and all these other upper respiratory infections that are tied to the same underlying, let's say, original strain, some type of coronavirus, um, you'll see that I think SARS had upwards of, what, a million cases or something like that before uh, before the Vaccine was created. Um, I'm I'm seeing reports that vaccines may take anywhere from 12 to 18 months. And then at that point, if you have what's the only alarming thing about coronavirus is how quickly it can spread from person to person. That's it. As far as the severity, if I see one more post on Twitter, this isn't the flu. Anybody who tells you it's the flu is a moron. Um, Look, most of the people who die from this are 80 plus there is definitely a slightly higher indice of people 40 plus compared to the flu. Um, but you also have to look where it started and where those people are dying and then compare their death rates to the average age uh, and their and their overall health conditions. And I'm sure there will be correlation, 100 percent. Most healthy people that get infected. And the the, the odd thing here is when you talk about viruses that usually kill people with bad immune systems, usually you're also talking about infants, toddlers, things like that. There's been no deaths zero to nine years old anywhere in the world. So that should tell you a lot. What it tells me is that most people that got infected is because the the, the virus itself has a great, it, it infects people very quickly. It also obviously infects people quickly. And if you have a lowered immune system or specific a specific tendency to get sick, you're probably already sick, right? So it could just be a complication to your death, not actually the cause of your death. My point being is that I think a lot of the things about coronavirus are highly overinflated. Uh, it's it's more economical warfare than anything else. But Google canceling this, look, if you're going to have an event where thousands and thousands of people are going to be commingling and traveling around the world, and you have a chance of perhaps limiting the spread or not causing more spread, then I guess, you know, that kind of makes sense. Closing down schools, not going outside, uh, you know, not going about your daily lives is fucking ridiculous. Um on the outside of that, this kind of makes some sense. Even if it was just a small outbreak, to be honest, you know, you're eliminating it. It's not like you have to have the conference. You know, you could always do it later. Number 10 on a list of 10, no Bitcoin manipulation. Analyst defends 2020 price surge. Um, there's always manipulation in, in this market and any market that is undercapitalized and has low liquidity. Bitcoin still has low liquidity compared to any other liquid market on the face of the planet. You would still consider this pretty low liquidity. Um this volatility and these price surges, quote unquote, I love how, you know, h- how do you call 57% of price surge with an asset that's grown? I don't know how many millions of percent over the years. It's not a surge. This little blip on the screen uh, doesn't doesn't necessarily say there's more manipulation or specifically caused by manipulation. I agree with that. But there definitely is manipulation, 100%. And there will be until the market becomes capitalized to a certain extent where manipulation becomes too costly. It's not that other markets can't be manipulated. It's that to manipulate a a, a very highly liquid market means you need to have lots and lots of liquidity. It becomes overly costly and thus overly risky to manipulate a highly liquid market. This market is not overly liquid. It is not, uh, and so it is not that costly to manipulate and there definitely does, uh, manipulation does exist. But there wasn't any specific manipulation that would cause this little blip on the screen of 57%. That much I would agree. Uh, But have a great weekend guys. Tag me on Telegram if you uh, wanna ask me a question at Kevin Murco, You can tag me the same thing on Twitter uh, and pretty much everywhere else in the social media sphere. All right. Cheers.